I'm Chara Santilli. I was born with ambition. My parents were entrepreneurs and I pushed myself to be high school valedictorian, class president, most artistic, and most likely to succeed. The summer I turned 19, we celebrated my dad's 50th birthday with a hot air balloon ride. A crash landing left him with a broken neck, me with a broken heart, and my mom coping through alcohol. My relentless ambition helped me become a successful entrepreneur, yet my own private paralysis and overachiever addiction ruled me. I finally ventured on a quest for my best life. I found the path of my inner peace, how to stay on it and how to show the way for others. Now it's your turn. Ready to take that load off your shoulders? Join me so you can cherish your life. Today I want to talk about making mistakes. And I am going to share with you a recent mistake I made. The stream of thoughts that flooded my mind as soon as it happened, how my body reacted, the emotions that totally overtook me, what I said. Yes, probably some explicitives. I won't I won't uh, share them exactly. And then what I did to do my best to resolve it. And just talk about the concept of mistakes too. Before I go into the details, I have a favor to ask. Would you be willing to rate and review my podcast? If you haven't already, ratings and reviews really help me and the show to get more awareness out there on the uh, good old interweb. So if you haven't, you could please drop down and do a rating and review for me. I would so appreciate it. Okay, now back to my story. So if you're on my email list, then you probably already know about this mistake because you were on the receiving end of it recently. (laughs) Okay, here's what happened. I was setting up some emails in my software in a new way that I hadn't done before so that there would be a special text link near the bottom that would allow people to opt out from just this specific set of emails and they would not have to unsubscribe completely from my mailing list. I always like it when people I follow give me that option when something they're promoting isn't a fit for me right at that time, and they're sending out multiple emails about it, but I still want to get their emails and stay connected to hear about future opportunities. I just know, you know, okay, yeah, I'm going to opt out of this one little set. So I really wanted to set this up for myself. I had set up an email template that had my normal header, signature, and footer, along with this new opt-out sentence and link. Then the email just had the word subject in the subject line, and in the email body, it had just the word text because I set it up as just a template that I was going to use to create some emails. Then I wanted to see how I would add contacts to this new email set because the way it was happening. It was it was basically different than how I normally do emails. And in the process of testing this out, I missed the message bar that warned me that what I was about to do would send this email immediately to all these people. Or I I don't I don't know what happened because I'd seen the message bar earlier and I'd hesitated and not sent something and backed out. What Somehow I followed through and pressed the go for it button. I mean, it didn't say go for it, but 
Oh, so that email template was sent to my entire list of contacts. And as soon as I realized what I'd done, I first went into total denial and tried to prove to myself that it hadn't sent, frantically clicking around and praying that I had not screwed up. Then I double checked and triple checked and I could no longer deny after, you know, checking multiple times that I had indeed sent this email out to everyone. So what I, I can actually tell you what I said because I was, um, recording a little video tutorial kind of walkthrough thing for my assistant when this happened. And I was walking through what I was doing and what I was learning as I was going and kind of thinking out loud. And so I referenced that and, um, and I can actually tell you literally what came out of my mouth. Well, I'm not going to be literal because there were explicitives. Yes, I, I do swear. Um, I really try to not swear on this show. So I will insert the word bleep instead of swear words. And there were multiple different swear words that came out of my mouth, I will tell you, because I can be a colorful swearer. But here's, here's what I said. Bleep. Did I do this? Bleep. Oh my God. Bleep. Bleep. Oh my God. It just sent. It just sent. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, bleep. Then there was some nervous laughter scattered throughout that, by the way. You could hear me take a breath and there was a sigh. And then I said, all right, it's okay. It's okay. You hear me take another breath. It already sent. Yep. It already sent. And then you could hear me take some deep breaths. And I remember taking multiple deep breaths and just calming myself and centering myself. And I could hear the switch where I went into this laser focus. I was able to tap into my calm, wise, grounded self, what we refer to in positive intelligence as my sage. And I quickly drafted and sent a follow-up email to everyone saying, oops, I got excited and telling them I made a mistake and to look for a real email later today with something great that I'm excited to send them. Within nine minutes, I had switched from panic and fear and dread and worry to calm, laser focus, and I was able to take swift action. My The thoughts that ran through my head, I remember, no, 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 that didn't just happen. I totally screwed up. I can't believe I did that. People are going to be pissed and unsubscribe completely. This is awful. I totally screwed up. You know, those kinds of thoughts. At some point in this, I happen to remember a real true email horror story that just recently happened to a colleague of mine in a business group I'm in. She had hired someone who was supposedly an expert in the email software she uses, and he set up all her emails for a program she was launching. Somehow he sent them all in one blow to her entire list. We're talking like 12 to 15 emails all at one time to everyone. They were supposed to be scheduled and staged out over like eight to 10 days. And he somehow sent them 
all at one time. She had hundreds of people unsubscribe before she could get an apology email out. Fortunately, many people didn't hold it against her. I mean, the majority of her list. And they stayed with her and understood that mistakes happen. And she did not let it keep her down emotionally as she went into her launch. It knocked her down, but she dusted herself off and regrouped and got the support she needed to, you know, kind of climb out of that. Um, no surprise, she fired the guy because he he did not own up to it. Um, sadly, he, he wouldn't take any responsibility and, and it was, uh, anyway. So the key for me is that when you do make a mistake, own up to your part, take responsibility for whatever. I mean, even if you didn't mean to do it, the fact that something happened, you know, I think it's really critical to own up to what was your part in it. So anyway, thinking about that story in the middle of my panic helped calm me because I don't know about you, but if I can think of something worse than what I'm going through, it does help get my inner voices to chill out a little. It uh, it does. It kind of gives them evidence like, look, it could be worse. And I just need to kind of get my toe in the door to break up those thoughts. So between thinking of that and slowing down to take some deep breaths, I was able to come back into the present moment and realize I was not in real danger. I was in my living room. I was safe. This was not the end of the world. But boy, my body and mind started thinking that I was fending for my life. I mean, those initial fear responses were strong. I I mean, breaking out into a sweat and um, shedding my, you know, I I was so, I got so hot and, and heart beating fast and shallow breathing, you know, all that stuff. I mean, my body and mind were reacting as if I needed to truly defend myself. Yet, I was able to sort that out within minutes and not jump on the train to keep panicking. I also didn't let myself, you know, beat myself up all day over it and worry about unsubscribes. It turns out no one actually unsubscribed from my full list that I'm aware of um, from from that. Uh, A few people clicked that they didn't want to get that sequence of emails, and that's fine. That was the purpose of the thing I was testing. But, um, but even if I'd gotten some unsubscribes, I was, I just was like, oh well, you know, if people are going to hold that against me and have that be the reason to drop, then I got to let that be. Um, I also had thought about the fact that in the prior one to two weeks, I'd had two people that I really enjoy that are, I'm on their lists. And they had different types of mess ups, like a link that didn't work, and something else like they had to send up follow up emails and say, oops, sorry, you know, things they had to fix. And I didn't hold that against them. So, you know, thinking of those things helped put this in perspective. But 
I was really able to focus, take action on a resolution, do my best, own up to it, apologize, explain, and then let it go and move on. In fact, I was even able to turn it into a gift, which is something I really try to do. Sometimes it takes me longer for certain things than others. Um, In a prior episode, I talk about gifts that I found from my family's hot air balloon accident that was very traumatic incident. And yet, years later, I was able to find some gifts that came out of it. Not, I don't look for gifts like, oh, you know, I'm so glad that this horrible thing happened, whether it's big or small. It's just a way to look at something and find something good that can come out of it so that it's not just this horrible thing. So I really do try to practice that in my life for the big stuff and the small stuff. The big stuff takes longer and can take even years. But something like this, I was actually within a very short time, maybe within an an hour or two, I realized there was a gift in it that it would make a great podcast episode. And here I am now sharing it. (laughs) Because I'm sure you've made plenty of mistakes yourself. And, you know, mistakes are just part of life. And it's so fascinating to look at how our body and mind reacts, though. I mean, that was just a a little case study on how the brain works and how it, at the initial onset of that happening, you know, my brain and body did not know the difference between this was just a little tech blip versus something like that could possibly harm my physical body and needed to go into defense mode um, with with the reactions that 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 happened, those fear responses, those innate, natural fear responses that happen. So um, I have gotten so much better in recent years in handling my mistakes with more grace, transitioning from that panic zone, and not letting those inner sabotaging voices take over, finding my sage, and literally literally giving myself more grace in the process and forgiving myself. I was not always so good at that. I remember uh, beating myself up for so many things for so long and just uh, letting them just fester and just ruminate. That's the word I'm looking for. Just ruminating over the things that I'd messed up on recently and just playing it over and over and over. And I've gotten so much better because I've learned the skills to let it go and move on and how to process and how to shift. It's, it it took me practice. It took me practice. And so now many of these, you know, skills I have inside of what I teach and work on with people I help in my programs, because being able to center and ground, shift gears, focus, take action, and forgive are skills that need to be developed and um, can make our lives so much simpler, so much more enjoyable 
it's just remarkable how much easier things feel when you can do all those things more quickly than maybe, you know, you used to. So how often have you, and do you still, beat yourself up over your mistakes? Are you able to calm yourself and take action to resolve them as best you can and then forgive yourself pretty quickly and move forward? You know, just think about it. How, how, how much do you beat yourself up? A friend of mine had a coworker who submitted a resignation letter that in the letter she wrote, she was off to make glorious new mistakes. Isn't that such an awesome perspective? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we could view mistakes as glorious and even look forward to making them? I think it's something to aspire to. My closing quote for today is by Melanie Caloris. There is no sense in punishing your future for the mistakes of your past. Forgive yourself, grow from it, and then let it go. I hope you're enjoying my Cherish Your Life podcast. If this is supporting you in any way, please review, subscribe, and share it with friends and family. You can follow me on social media at Cheris Your Life, and my website is CherisYourLife.com. Yep, my name's unique. Here's an easy tip for you to pronounce and spell it. It's like the city, Paris, but with a CH. Special thanks to my dear friend, Paul Suyeljis, who enhanced and mixed the musical track. Little did we know back in college in the 90s, while my then boyfriend, now husband, and I listened to Paul riff on his guitar, that he'd be helping me decades later give a creative touch to something called a podcast. <laughs>